some space, Brian Kelly is back in the NRL and running across the halfway line. Links up with Brimson. Brimson for the corner. Back on the inside. Carl Pereira. He scores. The Titans running and gunning on the Gold Coast. Attacking position here, the Warriors. Johnson. There's a spring in their step here. Across with a fullback to a picky. Then on for Pompey. Pompey battles over the top of Holmes. Got it there to Corsi. Trying to play it, and he did. And the trail goes to dummy half. It was a game effort, but the ball is going to roll dead. And the Roosters are going no to challenges. victory over their next-door neighbours. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show where Dino and Ray, Phil Buzz Rothfield joins us now. Buzz, really interesting discussion we had earlier with Dr. Nathan Gibbs, read these concussion protocols. What, what's your take on this issue, Buzz? Good morning. Um, I think it's wonderful and uh, it coincides with Peter Volandis joining the NRL Commission a number of years ago. And you know what Peter's like with jockeys in racing and the injury risks and the support they get. Um, it is so important that the NRL have taken this tough stance. And I, uh, there was a conversation about the possibility of missing a grand final. Mm. I think we need to even think about putting it back a week. And Bulldog, could you play the All Stars game rather than the start of the year in the heat? When could you play the, you know, that middle week? Could you play? Uh, Tonga, I guess there's going to be plays in the grand final, isn't it? But some sort of programming that middle week with no um, with no footy. Yeah, but I, could... I, look, I applaud everything the NRL was doing. Mm. You could certainly try to play a game, Buzz. I just wonder whether it would lose momentum, the grand final build-up in the media. And Does the among... NFL lose momentum? Don't... Well, no, probably not. But you'd have to obviously start the season either a week early or go a week later. That pushes it into... Just worries me if a star player is ruled out of the game. You know, the fans would be dirty. But buzz, that could happen they? anywhere, though, Ray. You could but, have a hamstring the week a before. But a concussion yeah. rule, mm. and they know in three or four days he could play. Mm. But that's that, a that could be a hamstring. That could be a knee injury. It could be any injury. You get ruled out of grand finals. It's that's yeah. Just... And you know what, Ray? Mm. I would much rather a player miss a grand final and have a healthy 40, 50 years in retirement. Yeah. And I think everyone listening to this show would agree. And I've done another concussion story in the column today about a fellow called Lindsay Bown who, on his bad weeks, will need 30 Panadols. He wakes up in the middle of the night and needs ice pack on his head. And, you know, and the reason I told that story is that this isn't just about Callum Ponga. This is about so many unidentified players who came through that school of hard knocks when even the old days, they used to run out of the magic sponge. Yeah, and just... say get up and keep going. <laughs> so I'm, I'm concerned about the ones we don't know, like Lindsay Bowne, two mm. years at Canola, signed by Arthur Beetson. I'm surprised. I don't know if you ever knew him, mate. He was a race course manager at uh, Tamworth and Corindai. And, um, oh, okay. Yeah, worked in the racing industry for some time. But, look, he'll get home from work and he goes into a dark room and just sits there on himself because of his headaches. Mm. You know, he's had broken relationships because he doesn't talk, you know, because of his depression. And 
says it's that so quote. He says, my head just goes bang, bang. Now, it's more than likely with his knockouts playing footy, it was caused by rugby league. Buzz. And, we, we're, and if you're going to have to miss a grand final to be healthy, well, so be it. What about this push buzz for the NRL to look at the great Ronnie Coote as becoming the next immortal? Certainly, from my opinion, you would get no argument whatsoever. Oh, dog, I'd, I'd love to see it happen, Ray. Oh, look, Ron Coote, I, I grew up watching Ron Coote and he was a cigarette paper behind um, Johnny Raper as a lock forward. His cover defence was just magnificent. Mm. He won six of nine grand finals at South and the Roosters. He captained Australia. But I used to argue, I used to uh, be an Immortals judge, and I used to go into those meetings and say, guys, can't we judge people not just on their rugby league feats, but the fact this guy was so instrumental in setting up men of league and looking after so many players who were struggling in retirement, didn't have money, didn't have family. And what Cody did with men of league was as, as impressive as his football. I think I argued too that Mal Meninga, and he eventually became an immortal, not just a great centre three quarter, but do we have to take into account his coaching and what he did with the greatest origin side of all time over, was it eight years in a row, Bulldog, or seven? Or? He just kept winning. Didn't oh, I think it was about yeah. ten in the end. That's yeah. the problem with the Immortals, Buzz. Not that I know this, but do we actually have a criteria? We, we don't seem to have one in front of us that says, okay, we're going to judge you on A, B, C and D. We don't really know, do we? No, look, there was a criteria if you missed out three uh, three years in a row when the judges met that, you know, that, that panel didn't consider you good enough. But I don't like that rule whatsoever. I think there's been a mistake made in not putting Ron Coote into this uh, panel. It's mm. caused all sorts of debate. I've had emails. What about Steve Sludge Rogers? Great player. Exactly. Yeah. Again, not quite an immortal in my opinion but an absolute super player was Ray Price or Brett Kenny, it's another one mm. the thing with the immortals the immortal because it's such an exclusive club so I wouldn't be going overboard and straight away and putting Thurston in there, Cameron Smith in there, Billy Slater I think people have got to wait a little bit even Darren Lockyer but my goodness if I ever get back on a mortals column, uh, an immortals judging panel, the first thing I'd do walking into that room is saying, "Come on, fellas, come on, girls, who's ever the judges, let's put the great Ron Coote in for much deserved honour." Yeah, I think everyone would agree with you, Buzz. Hey, Buzz, can the NRL convince Craig Bellamy to stay coaching and maybe take on this 18th club when it comes in? Yeah, look, it's a really, really interesting story because we've all sat back and Bulldog, you've said it, it is very early days and the Dolphins have been super, super impressive and the man behind it all is super coach Wayne Bennett. He has done a sensational job to build that franchise from scratch, even allowing for missing out on Ponga, Jerome Hughes, Cameron Munster, Munster. so many great players and 
He's created an environment there for a long-term success. Whether it'll be this year, I can't see them making the eight, and I think they might even get touched up by the Broncos. But they believe there's only one person who can do a build. The NRL believes there's only one person who can do a build like um, Wayne Bennett, and that's Craig Bellamy. Mm. Now, Belly Ake is, is, look, he indicated on NRL 36 that he's almost certain to go this year. And there will be some role for him at Melbourne Storm. But as you guys know, Peter Philandes and the Commission, they're influential people. They can, you know, they want to have a chat to him with the permission of Storm Chairman Matt Tripp. They want to find out if there'd be any interest whatsoever, not necessarily as a coach, but as a director of football, as a face of the Mm. new franchise. I think it'd be great. Mm. Buzz, in your What's the Buzz column, must read again in the Sunday telly. You've written this paragraph and it caught my eye. <laughs> Two politicians going into an election, Dominic Perrottet and Chris Minns, who couldn't give a stuff about rugby league fans. <laughs> Explain that to us, please. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory, dog. I wish both leaders would go to Belmore Sports Ground this afternoon and just breathe in the atmosphere of a beautiful, traditional old ground with West Tigers versus Canterbury Bulldogs. Leichhardt Oval, Manly, Shark Park have all hosted sellout crowd. Even Thursday night, did you see that crowd at Manly? Mm, fantastic. Now, hang on, now, now, and they're paying good money. They're charging 50 bucks to get in the Leichhardt. Have you tried to go to the bathrooms there? Have you tried to line up for a beer or a pie or a hot dog? The facilities mm. aren't good enough, and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of fans go to these venues every week of the football season, and it's just not good enough. And the government have got to start spending some money. I know they've got flood victims. I know they've got underpaid teachers and nurses, but we're not asking for the world. I think all our listeners would agree they love consuming their football out of these venues. Mm. You agree, dog? Oh, 100%, Buzz. I mean, right? there's always that yeah, argument, of, as you say, about teachers and hospitals and nurses. And, of course, I get that, Buzz. We, we all do. Anyone with any common sense does. But, you know, there are allocations for all these different categories. Mm. You can't just say every cent's got to go to a hospital. There are other areas in society that need to be looked after. Correct. And the other thing is, and this isn't the government's problem, but there's unlevel playing field here. You look at the Broncos and the crowd they can host each week at and the corporate facilities they have to, to sell. So they're going to get bigger sponsors and bigger merchandise, all that sort of thing. Yeah. You look at Combank and what Parramatta have there. The government built them one. Mm. Look at the Sydney Roosters, that crowd the other night. Look at the corporate money they can raise from playing out of Ireland. They won't let South in. Mm. It's a really so good, why... Yeah. why and Peter Volandis is driving this. He, well, I don't want to keep mentioning Peter Volandis' name, but he is driving it. He's had furious blues with mm. Dominic Perrottet about it, getting the money. Yeah, it's a really good point, Buzz, I tell you. Hey, Buzz, I know we want to get your tips for this weekend's round, but there's a couple of games I want to t- talk to you about, about next week. You mentioned Combank. This is a massive game Thursday night, grand final rematch, Parramatta versus Penrith. And also this the first Battle of Brisbane on Friday night. We had Terry Reid of the Dolphins CEO on earlier. I think he told us there's only about 1,000 tickets left to be sold. So these are two huge games coming up, Buzz. 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind the home gate in Brisbane. I wonder yeah. who gets it, the Dolphins or the Broncos. Oh, um, good, good there's going to be plenty of cash out of it. Uh, mm. A very impressive guy, Terry Reid, isn't he? Yeah, he speaks well and he's passionate and um, he's done a yeah, wonderful I job. Met him, mm. I, I met him at the Dolphins uh, facility at a magic round about three years ago, and this is when they were still bidding, in the bidding process, mm. and he came across. It's the perfect fella to work alongside Wayne Bennett, and um, yeah, that, that's going to be monster. And you and Tanya, mate, um, can have your little battle out at Combank. I'm sure we'll get a selfie like we normally do. <laughs> Dino thinks there's a good old-fashioned ambush about to happen to, by Paramount Well, it could Bennett. be. And, and guys, don't forget, there's a pretty handy game on at um, Acor as well. Um, Manly and yeah, South. What a great game, yeah. Turbo versus Latrell, mate. Yeah. Wow. Before you go, Buzz, our talk talk yes, today sir. was great nicknames. And we've had a million come through on the text line, some very, very funny. Yes. Ray told us how he got his nickname Crispy. <laughs> and I had to reveal reluctantly that Bulldog came from you. Did you tell the full story? Though, I told him the true like story. Yeah, and I said to him, he will change the story to head like a bulldog. And in, right on cue, you've come straight in with that fib. But it was to do with Hondo Grattan. I was asked. I was not. It was so. Here we go. I was asked how about you got Buzz, and I was told that it was because you used to buzz around the office and still do like a pest. Well, let's give Buzz a chance to clear up both okay. issues. Where did Bulldog come from and where did Buzz come from, Buzz? I came back from a tour of England in 1989, walked into this office, and there was a young redhead sitting there on the subs desk. And I said to the boys, he looks like a bulldog. <laughs> you tell uh, No, him. but look, my nickname, uh, I don't know, you guys remember, he's a great old sports writer, Richard Sleeman. I remember him, yeah. Uh, the Fly. Yeah, yeah. He, he, The Fly, yeah. He nicknamed me Buzz. Um, apparently, when I was a copy boy and cadet journalist, so this bulldog said, there was a more teen ad on TV and the buzz was the, the fly in the, in, in the advertisement an absolute pest. <laughs> and um, that's how I got buzz. Yeah. Oh, it's, stuck. it's a fantastic. Hey, buzz, um, couple of games to complete round three of the NRL, the four Oh five PM game today is Bulldogs versus Tigers. That's a sellout. And the Raiders take on your Sharkies at six fifteen PM. What's your take on both games, buzz? Um, I think Canterbury uh, will win the Bulldogs and, and plunge the uh, uh, the West Tigers into into this sort of desperation position mm. with three losses and and is this Benji Robbie Tim Sheen's uh, situation working? Now the Cronulla Sharks should win, but they have a horrible horrible record in the National Capital. So I'm tipping them, but I'm not at all confident. Uh, actually, two really intriguing games this afternoon. Hey, Buzz, appreciate it as always. Enjoy the footy today, and we'll talk next Sunday. Good on you, fellas. See you, Cheers,